0: Right now, it seems like we do have a officiating and a judging problem um, in the UFC and maybe MMA as a whole. And after the events of last night's fight night in Auckland, I believe we have to take a deeper look at what's it, the problem and maybe how we could fix the problem. Um, thank you guys for tuning into this, what we call it, a emergency podcast. Um, shout out to Andrew, our biggest fan on Twitter, for um, make, for um, giving us the idea to do this. Um, today, I have Jalen and Blake, both our co-hosts and our UFC correspondent. Hi, um, how you guys feeling off of last night's actions? Pretty crappy.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was mediocre at best. I'd, I mean, it had good points and it had some slow points, I'd say.
0: The judging as a whole, though, um, questionable? To there say is, the at least. least. At least in to the say last fight. Okay. That's an Um We'll get there. This was really um, kind of jumped, sparked this podcast was um, the most recent occurrence of a bad um, scoring decision um, off of the ufc auckland the main event being between paul felder and dan hooker um, located in dan hooker's hometown and there was some questionable um judging at the end to say the least and there's been a recent stream of bad judging and decisions in the ufc um over the like the span of the last month and uh, let's take a look into that so some of the recent occurrences we have UFC 247. That was the main event with John Jones and Dominic Reyes. Um, the first fight on that main card was Derek Lewis and uh, Ilar Latifi fight at um, the heavyweight. This Remember, this card was taking place in Houston. And Houston is where Derek Lewis is from. Um, and I, a lot of people had the opinion. I thought Derek Lewis won the fight anyway. But there are a lot of people that thought that Derek Lewis won that split decision... or, sorry, unanimous decision, based off of hometown judging. A lot of people believe Latifi won that fight. Um, Did you guys feel the same way about that, Latifi or Lewis?
1: Uh, I thought that Lewis won the fight personally, but I I did see the point and the side where people were leaning towards uh, Latifi winning that fight.
2: Mm -hmm. Jalen? I think Lewis won that fight. I think Latifi more just kind of... He held kind of like some dominant positions grappling-wise, but he didn't really do anything with it. And I feel like uh, Lewis held more of the the striking uh, – his striking advantage, and he actually did something with it. So I think Lewis won that one. That's very fair. But, but uh, I do course, see how it could
0: have gone the other way. Exactly. There is an argument for Latifi in that one. But also, to me, it's always questionable when we have judges – Th- that are from the hometown that the fighter is that always seems like a, a conflict of interest um at least at least a little bit Yes, a little bit um but also later on that card the the biggest one of the biggest robberies that a lot of people saw one of the biggest comments of of argument uh, on Twitter and also just everywhere else in the MMA, in the MMA world was that main event with John Jones and Dominic Reyes a lot a lot of people thought that Dominic Reyes should have won that split decision instead of John Jones winning it. Um, there's still people arguing about it now. And yeah, I, um, no, it was crazy podcast,
1: too? Uh, I, I saw an interesting graphic today. Sorry to kind of cut in there. No, uh, no worries. Dom Reyes, um, he actually put an, an an interesting graphic on his Instagram uh, three days ago. Uh, significant strikes landed against John Jones in his recent title defenses. Um, take take tiago santos with 43 anthony smith with 36 and alexander Gustafson with 22 once again these are significant strikes landed um you add all of those up and it's still less than 116 which is what dominic reyes has landed against uh, john jones and I, I, that's just another area yeah. of the fight where i didn't really uh, fully uh take that in until you know it takes a while for you to digest a fight i feel like because especially
0: it, one uh, like that john jones and um, dominic reyes fight that was right that was special it was so
1: close it was so close on on every aspect so uh sorry to, sorry to cut you off there
0: but i just had to get that one in there uh, that's a great stat i honestly didn't realize it was that much of a kind of difference kind of just that. adding that's to the controversy right exactly that's all that's adding to it um there's a lot of people that uh, I think it, almost everyone can agree that John Jones won rounds four and five, mm-hmm. but the biggest argument comes in rounds one, two, and three. I think more specifically that second round is where a lot of the, the second, and third rounds, that's where a lot of the argument comes from. Mm-hmm. And there was obviously some bad judging. Uh, if we're talking about at least bad judging that one, so we can all agree, no matter who the winner was, it was a 48, 47 fight. That yes. is something we could all universally agree on. But Definitely. the thing that we can't agree on is one judge scoring that fight 48-46. to I think and it's 49-46, to actually. 49-46, thank you. That's even worse. What, what judge sees Dominic Ray as not only losing um, four rounds, but losing one of the rounds 10-8? What were they watching with that one? That really makes me question their eyesight and what they were paying attention to. Like, like do you do you even know where they could have gone that 10 eight
2: round from? Not at all. it was I, I don't I mean the fourth and fifth round he did kind of just look tired the entire time. uh but I wouldn't have said it was a 10 eight
0: No, not at all. um Blake, do you see where they might have gone a 10 eight from, or what how how could Dominic raise not won at least two of two of the rounds?
1: Yeah, I don't really see where they got that 10-8 round from. Um, there's no way that I can try and rationalize that decision if they if that is indeed what they gave. I, I didn't see the scorecard, so if they did give a 10-8 round, that's news to me. Um, I think that's absolutely ludicrous. Uh, there was definitely rounds that... Um, the the last two rounds where Reyes was kind of just running around a little bit, it seemed, that's like a, as close as you could get to possibly seeing where it could have been um looked at as to a domination, but I don't think there was anything close to it being a 10-8 round. There was there was no way. It was just way too close. There was too many big shots landed by both by both uh fighters.
0: That was one of the most back and forth fights I think John Jones has ever had in his entire career. Maybe more more so than the Tiago Santos fight. Oh um, I think
1: but- I think looking back on it big time, I think that was way more competitive than the Tiago Santos fight. I think the only fight that really still takes the cake is probably gus one
0: yeah and that was of course probably at least a top 10 fight in the history of ufc but you know what top five
1: to add on to that point though what makes that interesting is uh john jones um he came out and admitted he didn't take gus that serious the first time around mm-hmm.
0: i'm pretty sure he took Don reyes serious i don't know how he couldn't have taken dominic Reyes seriously he didn't come uh, out and he,
1: say I didn't take him serious. He came out and said, I did everything right. I prepared, you know, I took every, I exhausted every avenue to get ready for this fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was still that close. And it, it, there's still so many people arguing about the outcome of it. So that's that's pretty interesting in my eyes. And, Honestly, and though, in our kinda... podcast,
0: the uh, the UFC 247 recap, we did agree that that fight deserves, or um, in our last podcast, uh, episode 24, we did agree that the rematch should be made. Um, especially if people are still arguing two weeks after it happened, they need to make the rematch. That's just a logical thing. But Jalen, your point?
2: Uh, I honestly think that, uh, Jones's game plan was kind of one of the reasons that the game was not game. The fight was so close uh i think he kind of waited too long i think he was waiting for dom to kind of you know tire himself out with his big movements and he ended up waiting to that you know second round he kind of put it a little bit more on him i do think he won the second round but he waited way too long and allowed dom to do way too much and uh, before he actually like turned it on like mm-hmm. all the way so you could see the difference between his third round and his fourth and fifth round there was mm-hmm. an amazing difference by the way he was fighting and i think if he Puts together a more complete fight. I, I think that the fight is going to not be the, to the extreme of how Gustafson uh, 2 went. But I think he would definitely mm-hmm. dominate the fight a lot more if he kind of had a more aggressive game plan. I, I agree.
0: Um, but just kind of get a little more away from that uh, analysis of that fight. More just, the ju- we can all agree that the judging was bad. Um, bad, and we could bad. all agree that, the, or at least not bad, but at least questionable. A lot of people think it was bad. A lot of people think Dominic Reyes got absolutely robbed of a um, of a victory over John Jones. Most recently, the um, the biggest robbery, I think a bigger robbery than that John Jones Dominic Reyes fight happened um, Saturday night. UFC you, you Fight Night Auckland in New Zealand. That was uh, the fight between Dan Hooker and Paul Felder, and that did take place in the city of Auckland, where Dan Hooker is from. And this is when Dan Hooker did win a very, very controversial split decision over Paul Felder in the fight where I think Paul Felder, um, I think it was a 48-47 fight, but I think in those three, I think Paul clearly won that fight. Um, what do you guys think from that one? I scored that
1: fight in Paul's favor. Um, it was kind of funny. I had it going back and forth pretty much the whole fight. It was uh, oh, yeah. round, round one I gave to Hooker. Felder came back really, really well in the second round, and then so on and so forth. I gave you know Hooker round three, Felder round four, and then Felder I gave round five. And it's interesting because it seems like the judges, I mean, I guess uh, in terms of last night, gave uh, they must have gave Hooker round five. You know,
0: uh, I guess. Uh, do you think it was was it that out? late takedown that that's, ended up giving him the fight?
1: That's what I was getting to. Is it must have been the takedown? I, I suppose. But what's weird is, I mean, he kind of controlled him. I guess for maybe 40-some-odd seconds, right? Like, he had top control, but did he do any damage? Did he really go no, for any submissions No, had He got, had any like, a chance? couple of those
0: those side body shots in, but that was about it. He, right. he did, you got to give him credit for landing the takedown, but I think they should put more less emphasis on getting a takedown and more emphasis on what they did with the takedown. Right. Um, what, but, what I was seeing towards the end of that fight, and
1: specifically in rounds four and five, was Hooker was fading fast. I mean, yeah, he every was. Every shot that,
0: that Felder landed...
1: You could see him almost start to crumple a little bit. He was kind could, of pulling his arm away. He
0: was almost visibly running those last two rounds.
1: Yeah, and so I, I, I thought in terms of just uh, presence in the octagon, like octagon control. And octagon control exactly, and then just in terms of like uh, damage, man. Like mm-hmm. he was landing the heavier shots. Felder was landing the heavier shots more consistently, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it, and ju- even I guess it just depends shots, what had, you like score that, takedowns.
0: That spinning by the kick that he hit late in uh, was it round five? Um, yeah, I think it was round four or five. It was round. It was round four or it might be round. It was in one of the last two rounds. But he landed that flush, and you could see that Dan herker was hurt. And I think Paul clearly had that fight. Um, even though it was three to two in rounds, I think
2: Paul Felder clearly should have won that fight. Jalen, what did you think of that one? Are you in agreement with us? Yeah, I, I definitely had that one going to Felder. It kind of just, based off of those last couple of minutes in the in the fourth and the fifth, it kind of just looked like Felder was more prepared for those championship rounds than Hooker was. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely saw a close fight. I definitely think it was a close fight, but I definitely gave three rounds to Felder and uh, two rounds to Hooker. See, uh, I, I think that's the biggest difference between this fight and the
0: John Jones fight, is because the arena is so split on the John Jones fight. But if you're looking on Twitter and look at all the UFC comments and all that fun stuff, it is a crap show, and everyone is bad mouthing the UFC because at least nine like 99 percent of the internet. If we're not talking about Australia or New Zealand, everyone thinks Paul Felder won that fight, and mm-hmm. I think that's one of the biggest things because it was obvious. What I was really worried, and my worries came true in that split decision because I was like, it went to the cards and it was a close fight. So I was like, "Oh no, these judges are really going to give it to the hometown kid," and that's exactly what they did.
1: Yeah. And, and, you, and you know what? If if we're missing any fights off the top of our head, like feel free know. to chime chime in on the on the Twitter link, you know that we post or, or something like that, and YouTube comments, and, and bring or, up some or, or fights or that qualify. we could talk about on the next episode. Because I mean, this judging this judging controversy, it's not going to go away. You know, in the next week or something, this is going to be an issue probably for a while until it really until the the higher powers really sit down and talk about it and get a a solution.
0: Exactly. Um, One of, um, I think the first, or one of the few boxing fights I've actually sat down and watched all the way through, I believe this fight was a few years ago. Um, Let's see, no, this fight happened in 2017, um, in July 2017. And that was a boxing fight between Manny Pacquiao and Jeff Horn. Um, This is a fight, it was like a really big ESPN fight, so they... Mark the hell out of this also his man Pacquiao, one of the greatest to ever do it. And so, of course, it was a huge fight against an up-and-comer and Jeff Horn. And this fight took place in Brisbane, Australia, which was Jeff Horn's hometown. And everyone knew that Pacquiao was robbed in this. Jeff Horn was visibly gashed above his eyes. And his eyes were closing. But the, um, the judges still gave this fight to Jeff Horn, Jeff Horn, the hometown kid. And that was one of the biggest robberies I've ever seen in my life. I remember oh, watching yeah, that, that was, fight. That it made terrible. me sick. It Top made Kel me was absolutely dominating sick. Dominating that fight.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was in, a point in, where you it, it looked like she was going to quit. You know, it looked like Horn was really going to quit in that fight. And the referee, like, just gave him another chance for whatever reason. Um,
0: it was probably hometown ref, that, that
1: was probably the fight in boxing that really made me un- uninterested, to be honest. Like, I when yes. I saw that decision, I was just like, well, if the, if the fighter that, you know, it, clearly is winning is not going to get the decision then why am i even going to watch this it's not it's not fun
0: see that's one of the things one of the reasons why I like mma so much more than boxing it, it most times because boxing to me is one of the most rigged sports i've ever seen like noticeably skewed sports um oh, especially yeah, with, with decisions like that um obviously we um you're not going to get a skew and what happened last night so um, we'll talk about in our uh, weekly podcast But in in decisions like these, I think it's absolutely insane um, that these still happen. And they happen more
2: frequently than you would hope. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. It shouldn't be something that we're so used to. I feel like that was one thing that made Mm -hmm. me even more mad about it was the fact that a lot of the people who didn't agree with the decision were like, what are you going to do? And it's like... It's not something that you would think that that's just like an okay thing to just be exactly. used to. So, So you asked, we asked ourselves, what
0: could we do about that? Well, we got the solutions. Well, at least we got some possible solutions. Uh, the first one I wanted to go into is maybe one of the most obvious. How about, it might sound like a crazy, crazy idea, but how about we don't use judges that are from the state or city that the fighters are from?
2: Um It's going
0: to maybe like a third party because having judges from the Athletic Commission of that that um, That state uh, and they're if they're judging fighters that are from that state there's going to be a con there is a conflict of interest there and How about we take away that conflict of interest
2: what do you guys think about that one? that one is more difficult because you have the judges from that commission because they know the, that commission's rules the best, which is going to be difficult. Well, can to, we at
0: least, how about, base? I know some states have, not uh, not all 50 states have adopted the unified um, yeah, fighting rules.
2: That's what what, what if
0: at least all the states that have the unified, most of them do have the unified, how about the, we just pull all those into the same commission?
2: Yeah, no, it would, I think that at some point, every single state is going to have to adopt a just basic rule set that everyone goes by. It's really difficult to have different rules in different places. And as a fighter to keep up where those rules meet in different places. And so it's, it's definitely something that they needs to change at some point because you can't like, we're saying there's a a refing problem here and judging problem here. And then you go to another place and opposite might happen. And it's, it just comes down to the fact that there's too many differentiating uh commissions and the commissions mm-hmm. being kind of um uh, stingy about mm-hmm. how they and stubborn about their rules. They want to be different and they don't wanna change with the new. It's it's yeah. kind of stupid at this point.
0: Yeah, see well about that. Me and Blake, I remember um, talking in our UFC two forty seven recap. Um after the uh, the card ended, we had um Joe Rogan talking about Um, the, the issue with that and talking about how the commissions don't work with UFC and how that needs to happen. Um, Blake, what's, what's your take on that? Um, I think that for me,
1: just to add on to this, uh, I just think Mm -hmm. that in general judges, um, what it doesn't really, to me matter where they're from. I would hope that if you're a professional, it shouldn't matter if you're from the same state or the See, same student, or anything like that, right? Like, it, you're a professional, and that's mm-hmm. why they would choose you. So let's hopefully, like, think of it in that manner, right? Let's give people the benefit of the doubt, even though that's probably against, you know, it's getting uh, very logic. to
0: do that. Right.
1: Um, but anyway, um, I think personally, what we should focus on is, you know, making sure that we fill the gaps in terms of, you know, the knowledge that's, you know, um that's lacking with these judges you know they it just seems that they're not fully educated in all areas of mixed martial arts and f- for me i think that's just unacceptable for the people that are getting paid to determine the trajectory and outcome of people's careers to not fully understand every you know aspect every aspect of the fighting 100
0: percent with you on that how one.
1: can you how can you correctly score uh a contest in fighting, that has so many different aspects. I mean, think about it. There's like just to be so basic. Let's let's talk about it in basics, right? Like there's there's grappling, there's striking, and then you know maybe like a, a clinching, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can go even in, even more in depth with that, and you could say boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai, Jujitsu, wrestling, judo, all this, right? If they don't if they haven't been exposed to all of that, how are they going to completely how
0: are they going to score a contest correctly? I mean, That's there's exactly. You're right on there with it. Uh, one of the problems that they were discussing is that a lot of the times these same judges are used um for boxing matches, and they use these same boxing judges for MMA when those are two totally different sports. And those are two things. There's uh, obviously there's a lot you can do in the boxing. Two different matches. rule sets. Exactly. I don't want dis. I don't want discredit boxers because that is a incredibly tough sport. But. There is so many more things going on. Boxing is just a very small part about what MMA is. And I don't know if these judges fully at least okay. I don't I'll um what we're doing, we're not grouping all judges, and we're not saying all judges are these bad judges. But definitely there is a there big was enough-
1: uh, there was a specific story that came out recently with um I want to say Big Dan McCarthy. Yes. Where he was, where he was walking past a judge. Um, yes, love the story. And just asked him, like, I, I can't remember if it, I think it was a lady. Correct, it was. Correct me if I'm wrong. It was. But he just asked her about a simple. I believe it was a triangle hold. You mm-hmm. know,
0: is a triangle choke.
1: Yeah, and she had no idea what he was talking about. Just looked at him in complete terror. Uh, just
0: walked away after that.
1: And if that's somebody that's responsible for the outcomes of these fights, you know, getting decided. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. That's a bad look for the sport. That's that's awful, awful news look. for the fighters There's
0: even the ref um, I forget for which fight but it happened um, I, It might have been during the pre, uh, the prelims, but Joe Rogan um, was Openly pointing out that one of the judges weren't even looking at the fight now I know that they might have those little screens in front of them um, to, to for the camera angles But he was saying that they weren't even looking up for a solid minute
2: and you can't miss a there. second
1: of a fight. Stuff no. happens so fast. I mean, like think about how fast some people
0: that's just being incompetent think and that's that. just being lazy at that point.
2: Yeah, but, to be honest, if you're given a job, you need to do it to the best of your ability, no matter what. Even if you are lacking in knowledge, that means you should pay attention even more. Just because you don't know what's going on specifically, mm-hmm. you should be paying attention. Exactly. You should be
1: actively trying to fill those gaps in your knowledge. Yeah.
2: In my exactly. my opinion, it's. I think everyone who does judge should have a basic knowledge of the sport. But at the same time, I don't think that you should have... I mean, I kind of want it to be like previous fighters and past fighters that are judges. But then again... So
0: I was thinking about having people from the MMA world, such as like like you say, retired fighters, referees, maybe analysis. But you don't
2: think that's necessarily the answer? I I think it might not work. I feel like it could actually be the do the opposite is because oh, so. of the fact that you're trying to get away from the the bias but then again you're going to run into fighters who have fought the people they might judge against that's just one example so people just more who conflicts are, of interest conflict yeah and then like if you have a guy who was a wrestler most of his career as an MMA fighter, he's going to come in and he's going to probably look at the wrestling more. A guy who's a striker more of his career, he's going to see the striking as more. And so it just ends up being even more of a conflict of interest because that's the, that's what they did. That's their mindset. Their mindset is you have to strike to win. So that wrestling meant nothing to me. Maybe so reason. because of course we. I think we can all agree on that. Two of the some of the best
0: ref uh, best refs ever. Um, Big John McCarthy, probably the best. Um, Dan that. Yeah really good um then we um those two guys they could probably make for great judges um also herb dean as well one of Mm -hmm. the most known and most popular refs in the game um if if i if i can get uh, three judges and they could be each one of those guys i think that'd be like the perfect
2: panel ever i think my opinion i think this might actually fix it is to be able to be a judge you have to pass a um a ref licensing test if you can't if you're not able to be a ref, you shouldn't be able to be a judge.
0: Ooh. That's
2: a I like that. I point. like that
1: too. What about um what about another option being uh appointed judges? Like there's like uh for each commission they have their appointed judges and they hold that, you know, kinda like almost like the Are you talking uh, about um, like the, the like kind of uh, like an
2: office? Yeah, know. You know, you're like, talking like, about like almost like the government, court. bro. Like, like about the grand jury, Supreme, port, Supreme uh, Court, uh, you know, Supreme like port,
1: port. you haven't appointed. a so every single year, for they a re- few they years. Re- no, not not no, one, no, oh, not one. So not until they retire. You have like a term. I would I'd say you have like maybe like a eight year term, like term. Five so. to eight year term. or and something. Those are the only
0: three ones using that commission for every fight.
1: Yeah, well, because I mean, think about it. Like, how many people are going to come through that commission? You know, each. Yeah,
0: but then again, you have to think of traveling and stuff like that too. So, it's... or maybe not have three, but have like a, a, like I saw like maybe twelve then of and just like to i like say you
1: should have your you should have your marquee appointed officials for the big events that come through, like the Bellator's, the UFC's, you know, any MMA that's like a, a organization that's as big as them. I know? like it. Even if one came over for some, and
2: you have to. I feel like you should have to judge lower before you judge higher. So you have to what start in those lower. Just like life. you go from amateur fighter to professional fighter, you, you got have have to be amateur amateur. Yeah, exactly. Okay, like you can't be. You can't just come in and be an NFL ref. A lot of the NFL refs started. Oh, you somewhere. start in high school, man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, have you should have to, have to build up your repertoire. You so I have to feel like you like that. You should be like. Oh, this is my first jo- uh, uh, judging <laughs> job, and it's the world heavyweight
0: <laughs> <laughs> right right of course um of course that's an exaggeration but that yeah. is a great idea um maybe besides the judges themselves what if the judges aren't the problem but it's the scoring system we use that is a problem This very seemingly antiquated 10-9 system uh is that it? judging so um for those that don't know each round is judged individually both in boxing and mma um if we're using those as examples. The winner of the round gets ten points. The loser gets nine or less, depending on how lopsided the round is. Um most, in, M- most in MMA
1: it's a lot less likely for it to be anything less than a nine. Yes. But it, it does happen. And I think that's it, another thing as well. Like I'll let you continue.
0: Okay. Um but maybe we don't judge it round per round, but instead we have we more just judge the fight as a whole because, of course, if we're talking about a three round fight, you can have a fighter um, win 10 9, 10 9, and then if they don't get knocked down in the third round, they win that fight. But, uh, or at least most times out of now, of course, they could lose that round 10 8 and be a draw, but nine times out of ten, that's how it happens. But what if, in- uh, in- what if instead we have a fighter that could have a really uh, good first two rounds, but then we have the fighter absolutely dominating the third round. Or if we're going, um, maybe a bigger example, you have a five-round fight in the main event or a championship. You have uh, one fighter win those first four rounds, and that's like a three-point difference between them. You're probably not going to get a 10-7 round. But what if they have a really, really good, they've been competitive in the first rounds, then they have a really good last round. What, What if, they won the fight more off of that. I feel like I'm not explaining it as well as I can. I
1: I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like if they just it's, came on really strong at it. the very end and they almost finished them. Let's say in the last yeah. round. Yeah, I mean, I think for me personally, I like the fact that it's broken up round by round. It's 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 it's, it's incremented, and in for I, I think for a reason for it to be easier okay you know yeah. to kind of break Instead it down of
2: to judge it as a whole judging it because
1: judging like, it by a whole that's tough man you're gonna have to think about like well what happened here you know well it's you know a round by round basis you can think okay specifically i remember in this first five increment you know five minute increment this happened and, and mm-hmm. they were dominating this aspect and this blah blah blah, blah you know i think that that's po- probably not exactly where the um where where the problem lies uh I, I have a couple points to add to this one. Um, if you guys have any uh, uh, anything else you want to say about this point, before I go a little bit off, um,
0: well, well, maybe just instead of the instead of breaking instead of judging as a whole, we keep it broken up. But if we at least like, I believe it, I think it was Joe um uh, um Anik that talked about this. What if we show the score to the fires into the crowd? So after each round, you go up to the scoreboard. 10-9 Reyes or 10-9 mm. Jones and instead of leaving him to a guessing game. I time, think everyone too. can agree that, that that is that is wanted. I feel like
2: it's right? I feel like it's wanted, but I feel like part of the excitement of fighting for it's those, those fights is not knowing. Like kinda cause then like. I don't like know that, if that's, that's fair to the fighter though. Yeah, but it's like if you look at it, it's a lot of the people that's why they have the commercial break and everything for it right after that the fight mm-hmm. ends, it's because you're like, oh who won? Like that? That was close. Like, but like a really good like, reality TV. Mm, yeah, that is like, a good
1: point, though. I like I feel that. Like that like point. I didn't think away, about it like, like yeah, that. It's, it's the entertainment it
0: aspect. That. that is a very yeah. good point. It's that but mystery, but that we'll
1: just about that leaves slight slight room for that just leaves room for no, not enough transparency. I feel
2: like I feel like mm-hmm. that's where it comes into the fact that we need to be more transparent of how to score. Is because if we get the scoring down, then knowing the score doesn't matter. Right. And that leads me into my exact next point is I think that there needs to be a more
1: clear scoring standard. I think there's too much variation in the opinions Mm -hmm. of judges and what they value the highest when scoring a fight. Just like we we were talking earlier. um, You know, some people think, yeah, some people have a higher emphasis on the ground game, you know, when people are controlling via wrestling or threatening with submissions and jujitsu. And some people think that causing damage on the feet, you know, with their striking is what's gonna you know determine if, you know the the uh, the winner of five more, and so I think if there was just a more standardized, clear, um, you know, way of judging that people you know all could agree upon, it would just make it so much more easy. Because fighting, I think, is really the only sport where it really is at some level left up to the eye test. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no, like we said, there's no scoreboard. There's no live scoreboard that you can look at and say, okay, well this guy's up, you know, twenty nine, twenty eight.
0: Mostly every other sport, to your point, every other sport so much easier to score because it's like, oh, in football, they score a touchdown, that's six points. That is a clear scoring rule. Of course, that's not getting to the uh, the touchy subjects on whether it's a catch, whether it's a touchdown, and all that, that's a different story. <laughs> but right. if the ball crosses the plane, that's six points. And no one can dispute that. But in fighting, sometimes if guys like if a guy lands more punches, but the other guy lands bigger punches in the less amount, is it, it really depends on who the person is to determine who actually won that fight. Right, you know? which,
1: which, which leads me to a question that I have for you guys. Do we think that the 10-9 system you know, that's currently in use for both boxing and MMA, do we think that that's really the best system of judging that's currently available? Is there something else out there that we could adapt and it make more sense. You know, just like you were saying, you, in football, in basketball, you know when a you know when a, um, when a a point is scored, you know when a touchdown is scored, you know when someone makes a basket, like they're going to add two, three points, whatever. In, mm-hmm. in MMA, you have no idea what that knockdown was worth. You don't have no idea what that takedown was worth, what that submission attempt was worth. You have no idea, right? I no. think it would be very interesting if there was something a else system? to keep track. I don't
0: think yeah. so. Should we give like a, a point system to uh, what happens think. if I like a takedown? That's two points. No, a knockdown. Like that that's it three
2: points. Too. I feel like that takes away what fighting is. You know, I feel like having a point system is, like, I feel like having the point system is cool, but it's like you can't have like, oh, a knockdown. That's two points right there, and oh, a takedown. That's three points. Because then it starts getting to the whole thing of when we look at uh, those takedowns that where they take him down, but then he gets right back up. But it was a takedown. So what is that? Half a point? Is that? like so it's like i feel like adding a score to it there's too there's too many differing um possibilities in mma to have it like a takedown is this and solid punches is this and stuff like that cuz that starts getting way too because there's there's fighters like um if you even want to look at boxing for uh, specifics there are certain punchers who are more volume punchers and if there's a scoring system they're most likely going to win just cuz they're a volume So puncher.
1: in so in your opinion you you think that the 10-9 system is the best system available. As of and, right
2: now that anybody has or anything, I think it is the best system. I think we just need a more, less broad... Because I feel like the system right now is way too broad. I feel like it's, oh, a knockdown is this. But then it's like, uh, what do we count as a knockdown? And it's like, oh, a takedown is this. So he's like, yeah, but what does he do with that? So I think you, want be-
0: the, um, you want the rules of what a takedown is, what a... Um, what control is, and like you
2: want those to be more well defined and outlined. I feel like like it's just like right now it's just like ring control, okay. But what do you consider ring control? you need to have a flat. That's a good point because because we do have those rules
0: of what to score
2: on, but those rules
0: themselves aren't Aren't very very well defined. I think it's
1: really tough though. Like we were talking about earlier with with there being a different commission basically in every state. Like it's going to be so hard to have one set defined standard of uh scoring
2: i don't think everyone's going to fully adopt the unified rules i I don't think that's ever going to happen i think it just needs to be more i feel like right now it's a lot of control based and i feel like that's the problem in scoring right now is control based because then it's like yeah that guy was getting controlled he was keeping the middle of the thing but he was getting torn up so then, but he was controlling the ring. I think it needs to not be control. It needs to be effectiveness. So okay. if you take somebody down. Efficiency. Take down is cool. Yeah, efficiency. But well, you got to like, do something with it. Yeah, you take him down. Yeah, but did you take his back? Did you change the position? Did you land some shots? Did you do any damage? Did you get some, like, yeah. if you're actually getting, actively
0: getting guard passes. Whereas exactly. you're just uh, holding someone down the wing for a ref to stand you up. And
2: then is it oh, or for at least stand-up.
0: attempting to pass?
2: Yeah. And then if for like stand up, is it like yeah you're controlling the middle, but are you doing anything with the middle? Or are you just dodging punches? Are you throwing back? Are what are you doing? Are you kicking? Are you trying mm-hmm. to? Are you trying to be the aggressor? Or are you just? acting like the aggressor which does sound difficult to tell but you can obviously tell when someone's just acting like the aggressor just because you keep coming at somebody if you're not throwing punches you could tell that they're just kind of acting like the aggressor they just want to look like they're doing something but they're not doing anything that's, that's, that's something point. easy to look at so i just think it needs to be less based off control and more based off of effectiveness because there okay. are like just one more example there are a lot of fighters in the M- in mma right now not even just the ufc who do like fighting off their back So they don't mind giving up that. They don't mind fighting off their back. But now they just lost points based off the current score system. Probably the best guy off his back. Exactly. But they're going to lose points because, look, they got taken down. But, oh, I wanted to be here. But you can't just be like, oh, look, Judge, I wanted to be here. That's That's a good point. I feel like that's why going off of just straight up control right now mm-hmm. isn't the best isn't the best way to grade especially with these new young fighters who come in and could do pretty much everything it's you have to kind of have a more of efficiency based scoring system
0: i got you um uh, let's see yeah sorry blake you were gonna say
1: yeah i was actually gonna lead us into uh the last little um suggestion that i
0: have for Be, do it yeah
1: sorry <laughs> uh so you're learning I'm you're learn- suggest- I, I
0: credit you you're learning your your transitions well i'm proud of you well, thank you sir.
1: Thank you sir. It Comes with practice it comes with time. Exactly. Um, my last suggestion I think that could possibly be um maybe a fix. Sudden death round for main events and title matches. I'm not saying for every single fight because at that gym, we should have, have
2: sudden death in a fighting match though.
1: <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, work, maybe, yeah. maybe 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 <laughs> not literally. Maybe rename it, right? Maybe rename it just for uh yeah. for TV oh, purposes God. and whatnot. Um but I've I'm saying for For main events and title matches, we should have a for lack of better words, sudden death round where there's no time limit possibly and the fighters go until they are stopped by the referee, corner throws in the towel or they give up themselves. and now maybe if there wasn't a time limit, it could just be another you know added five minutes. But um, but what do you guys think? Do you guys think that a sudden death round would be interesting? Okay. Do you think so, that um, you would these
0: these, uh, these title fights can't end in a decision. There has to be a finish to them. has
1: to be a clear... Like, mem- like yeah, any I title fights that have been a, a draw, draw or, it, or anything yeah. like that. Well, or, like, in, in practice, side.
0: that sounds awesome because that's going to leave no doubt to who won that fight. Like in um, yeah. Dominic Reyes <laughs> fight and <in> John Jones' <laughs> fight, there is think, doubt, think doubt about on who won that fight. They do it in the Ultimate Fighter. So you think we should just... Transition the Ultimate Fighter rules up into the main main card of the UFC. I think like main event and t- and title matches only. Not like not to everyone, comes. but but for the for the main events and the um and the t- yeah. I think that'd be an I, I easy way like to that. fix
1: controversy.
0: You know, a to to your credit, if that no one but, can argue against a winner or a loser in that fight, then because it, it's not a decision. But yeah. I would hope I would hope that the UFC
1: would take into account that that is adding an extra round in, onto a fighters, you know, uh, like in the contract. Oh, it has. They? There has to be a clause, they? I think, that if it goes to, you know, another round, maybe that they get compensated for that extra round or they get
0: a certain amount for every ever well, round that goes. Right. Yeah. That, know, that, like based that, on that,
1: a percentage or something, Who
0: knows? If, if someone fights six, seven rounds, I don't want them only getting paid for a five round fight. Of course, right. that, that's that's a very good point. Right, just looking out for the fighters. Exactly. Um, I think I'd like to see that in action. I would like to see that in action. I think it's pretty interesting. What do you think, Jalen?
2: I don't know. I feel like adding that – because certain people, they fight their game plan for five rounds. Even Mm -hmm. if it's a close fight, I feel like it's adding that extra round or telling a fighter you have to keep going. There are some of those fighters who – like let's say a guy is winning and then – because then you have to decide what do you think is... Oh, let's say it is oh it is a close fight. But it's like, yeah, but we think he won. Like, let's say they had gone with Felder uh, last night. And then... But it was like a... Let's say they say it's a close fight, so we have to keep going. But it's... You have to think... is Then you have to consider, now it's a new rule, what is considered a close fight. Because then it's even judges are like, oh, I don't think that was a close fight. But every, everybody else is like, that was a close fight. Then there's going to be like, oh, they should have gone the extra round. Or that just creates a new... Thing for controversy, you know I feel like we just need, I feel like we need to fix What we have now, before we go and add A whole nother round, because then what if that last round Is close, or even if you do not Have a time limit, then you're asking fighters To put them, their selves And bodies at risk for Longer than they already have I think that's a good point, if we're talking about Especially like a fighter,
0: uh, a fight like The Dan Hooker and um, Paul Felder fight was, they Weren't really going to quit, so that does put The health um, at risk of those fighters even more than it would be in just a five-round fight because those kind of fights do take That's why we have reps and doctors
1: careers. though the, I, I'm saying it's it's either a, a doctor stoppage mm-hmm. a corner throwing in a towel or So it doesn't, doesn't a yeah, but then it doesn't have to end also, by knockout,
2: but then also it comes to the fact that if, if both fighters are messed up When do you stop it and say this fighter's is more messed up than that fighter and when it comes down to the that's up to the professionals that's going to be like any other round. But My opinion is what what happens when it comes down to the people like Nate Diaz who have a lot of scar tissue and they just happen to bleed a lot. Well, I mean we already saw the
1: answer to that one. They're going to stop that fight (laughs) as soon as
2: that big cut
1: opens. Everyone was Um, mad about that too. That was a whole other
2: problem. Your right, life. I mean,
1: I'm not, it, it's, and this is a good, I think this is a good dialogue, it's a good argument on both sides. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I think that it could possibly change the mindset of um of certain fighters, you know, because it's not going to, they're not going to be able to necessarily um go for point fighting all the time and, and play no. it safe. They're going to absolutely have to open themselves up to taking risks. You know, so if like, you have yeah, another five yeah. minutes at the but least to another round, that's going like to get, that's going to put them in situations.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's what it comes down to, you have to think of, Fighters longevity is a lot of fighters aren't the amazing fighters that we see today who are able to fight for a long time They're not gonna be able to fight for as long because it's going to be more of a a Damage based thing people are going going for damage and then people are gonna start getting hurt And then when people don't want to do MMA anymore The talent level starts going down because then the people who they have to start letting in to get more talent Aren't up to standards and I feel like that's when people start getting hurt and stuff So it's having the set five rounds at most or for other fights, three fights at most. And it's five minutes. It lets you know that you have this amount of time to get stuff done. And it makes fighters more aggressive. I feel like right now there are a lot of fighters who are, they they don't get aggressive. They kind of just like give up at certain points or they don't want to be the, the point. I think first of all, In my opinion, this is kind of slightly off topic. I think corners need to start being more honest with their fighters. Uh, If you know your guy's (laughs) losing, tell him he's losing. If he's losing, feel like the Wilder
0: fight and throwing the towel when you actually need to.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's just it needs to be. Look, oh, we had that one. If you know you didn't have that fight, <laughs> tell them you don't have it. So they don't go into that last round just running around thinking they have it, and they're down two rounds. Arguably what like what Dominic Reyes did. That, um, to your credit, that's... Yeah, exactly. Dominic Reyes thought right he that. won that and did well, not. Well, I mean,
1: another round could incentivize them for not to fight like that, too, though, if you think about it. I mean, leading or into a if, fight, you don't want go go, to don't go that extra them extra the round, scores
0: So they know what is actually happening. Man, yeah, there's, all right. uh, honestly, with all this, there is a lot that we could discuss, and um, mm-hmm. th- we just went through, like, these 40 minutes alone, we went through a bunch of different options, and this is, it, without a doubt, this is not a situation that's going to be solved overnight, this isn't mm-hmm. going to be something where we can just magically come up with an idea, and make everything work, and make it be all brand new, and be okay, this is going to be a process, this is where we're probably going to have to, the university's probably going to have to try out a few different rule changes, and suddenly figure out what could be the best idea. Um, this is this probably isn't even going to be solved within the year. Who knows if the UFC is even going to try to solve this. But yeah. um, at least from a fan's perspective, there is a problem. All three of us agreed on that. But obviously, we're not all going to be able to agree on a solution. And that's just something that is going to come with time. And it's going to be something that, We're going to continue to discuss and continue to bring up new ideas and evolve the sport for the future.